This is the Immigration Conversation presented by Fragman, a series of talks and discussions by leading immigration lawyers and professionals from around the world. We'll bring you the most up-to-date business immigration news, issues of concern, and strategies in the world of global immigration and mobility. Hi everyone, I'm Cosmina Moradiu, Senior Manager and Lawyer at Fragment in Toronto. I'm looking forward to discussing one of the challenges we face in Canada, business succession. We will be talking today about why individuals are selling their business, what are some of the challenges in the sale process, why sell to international buyers, and what trends we are seeing with business succession in the Canadian market. This discussion should be of particular interest to sellers who sell their business or plan to do so, and to foreign buyers who wish to manage a business in Canada and plan to become residents through the entrepreneur process. We have a special guest today, Alison Anderson, Chief Executive Officer at Succession Matching. For those who are not familiar with your business, Alison, please talk to us about who you are and what you do. Thanks, Cosmina. Succession Matching is a two-sided marketplace that matches buyers and sellers of small and medium-sized businesses. We improve this process by taking an economic development approach and setting up transitions that are fair to the buyers, the sellers, and the community. That's great. Now, I've been um, reading a report by the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. And it seems that 72% of business owners intend to exit their business within the next decade with over $1.5 trillion worth of business assets to be transferred to a new generation of business owners. In addition to that, 56% find it very difficult to find a, a buyer or a suitable successor. I see this as an amazing opportunity. So why don't you talk to us, Allison, about this opportunity? That's right, Cosmina. There's, uh, these numbers might be a little bit surprising to people around the world, but in Canada, like most westernized countries, we're facing an aging demographic that want to sell their business and retire. Many of these businesses are really profitable and provide great products and services to their local communities. And one of the most amazing opportunities that I see with this is for these businesses to match with international buyers. Um, So when they're able to come in, they'll apply their skill sets, a cash injection, and their international networks as well in, in order to scale the business while decreasing operating costs. For example, we have a bricks and mortar business that's a great online store for household wares in Manitoba. An international business could purchase one third of this business, work alongside the current owner until they're willing to um, move on and retire and help them scale the business uh, while reducing the operating costs by maybe connecting them with better distributors of textiles from their international market that they may have. So there's lots of opportunities right across Canada of business owners looking at retiring. That's good to hear. So why, why in your view, um, individuals should consider buying a business instead of starting a business? Well, this is something that I kind of beat myself up around uh, quite often. If I could tell my younger self something, Cosmina, it would be buy a business, don't start a business. I could have avoided so many expensive mistakes um, that are really magnified for international buyers that are new to the market without these networks and connections to help them mitigate some of those risks. Um, There's six million reasons, though, to consider buying a business instead of starting one. And the biggest one is the mentorship. Um, So the 
business is already cash flowing and it's easier to find uh, financing because of this. But that that mentorship component, the seller can really help the new buyer um, understand the customer segments, help manage the key staff that's already in place and, um, you know, really scale the business based on on what they've been able to do in the market for the last 20 or 30 years. What are some of the challenges you're seeing, Allison, in connecting a Canadian seller with a foreign buyer? That's a really good question. Um, the business owners going through these transitions, uh, keep in mind, don't want their staff, their customers, or their suppliers to know that they're looking at selling their business because the supplier, for example, might ask for cash on delivery, and that could really screw up the business's cash flow. So the number one challenge and the number one thing to keep in mind is these sellers need to keep these transitions private. And before they even get started with that, though, they need to have a succession planning in place. This will include understanding the transferable value of the business and why. So setting up that succession plan and then keeping the actual transition private are the two biggest barriers and things to keep in mind. Now, looking at the challenges, but also the advantages of um, selling to a frame buyer, what would you see to be the solution? Well, I think there's a huge opportunity. I think a lot of different economic development organizations have recognized immigration through entrepreneurship to help um, satisfy both ends of this transition, both the business owners looking at selling and the international buyers looking at transitioning into um, Canada through business ownership. And it's really going to keep our lifeblood of our communities alive, those small and medium-sized businesses. And we're delighted to see the number of different programs across Canada uh, at all different levels, municipal, provincials, and federal, that have and will continue to improve uh, this specific target market of investment attraction through business succession. You make a very good point there. We, we do have quite a number of programs to address business succession. And foreign investment is a solution to um, the business succession challenge. Before we delve into the immigration process for entrepreneurs, let's talk about your process and uh, see what sellers and buyers alike can expect from the process. If you don't mind, just walk us through the process of closing the deal and what happens next. Yeah, absolutely. So on both sides of the marketplace, this can be broken down into um, smaller steps for both those buyers and the sellers. And I'll start off with the seller perspective. When they join our marketplace, our intake process identifies a business based on seven different criteria to see if they'd be a good fit for an international buyer before they get started on that. And some of the examples of things that we look for are timelines and general interest to sell to an international buyer. If they fit this criteria, we run them through a separate process to ensure that they meet the minimum requirement for the immigration streams, which I'm sure you'll talk about in a few minutes here. And then once uh, we vetted them for that, the minimum qualifications, then we'll match them to an actual international buyer and we'll collect some high-level financials and set up an introductory call. Uh, At the end of the day, it comes down to relationships and um, making sure that they're comfortable with that international buyer coming in or the international buyer is comfortable with them. So uh, from the international buyer's perspective, the process can be broken down into four main stages, um, matching to meet that seller, 
And then we feel it's really important that they do a, a visit to the community so that they can really visualize themselves there being set up, not only professionally, but personally as well. And then we'll work with uh, both the international buyer and the seller on writing uh, a business plan so that they have a really solid understanding um, of the business and how to scale it and uh, make sure that it's suitable for that that business transition and the government program. And then once they've arrived in Canada, we ensure that they're uh, staying on track to that business plan and we'll, we'll set them up on some key performance indicators to make sure that, you know, they, they're able to um, put their best foot forward when they go through the permanent residency uh, interview as well. So I know that's a lot in a short period of time, but it's also my understanding that there's many different programs. Uh, would you be able to walk us through some of those programs and what the, um, that would look like from the immigration side? You know, so, so all and there are several steps to be taken prior to filing an application. The first step is the exposure trip or getting to know the community where a candidate plans to establish uh, with a family. The trip also entails an overview of the business environment, educational system, house coverage, real estate environment, community centers, etc. If the candidate is satisfied and wishes to move to the location surveyed, the candidate will register a profile at the initial level and express an interest to reside in the province. Other steps include receiving an invitation to apply from the province, submitting the nomination application, attending an interview, signing a contract with the province called Business Performance Agreement, applying for a work permit, um, coming to Canada and managing the business for a certain number of months, then submitting a final report to the province and the issues of the nomination, and finally applying for permanent residence. So there are a number of steps that we will have to go through and, and assist the candidate with. process is lengthy, but the work permit is generally issued in approximately one year, one, one and a half years, depending on the province of destination. So that's in a, in a nutshell how the entrepreneur uh, program um, uh, evolves. And just to wrap things a bit, free investment, as uh, we alluded to before, is a solution to the business succession uh, challenge. Do you have any final remarks that you want to add, Alison? Yeah, absolutely, Cosmina, and thank you for that overview. I think one of the key considerations to think about from the report that you had mentioned at the top of this podcast uh, from the Canadian Federation of Independent Business, one of the biggest barriers that they found uh, business owners were facing were finding financing uh, for their buyers to purchase their business. We feel that international buyers are a great alternative uh, for an exit strategy to consider because uh, under these programs, the international buyers have to pay that cash up front. So it alleviates any of those barriers that individuals may have been facing with a domestic buyer. And so we think it's a, a really key area for business owners to look for for their business successions. So the key, the key takeaways are foreign investment is a solution to the business succession challenge. Plan ahead and consider exit strategies. Uh, awareness regarding foreign investment, and it's good to know that we have immigration programs to address the business succession. Um, how can you assist? How can succession matching assist uh, with the matching process? Is there anything else that you you wish to add, Alison? Yeah, absolutely. I guess from a um, 
this is the core of what we do. We want to match those sellers with the, the buyers, but also make sure that people get set up um, both professionally and personally, because this business owners put so much time and effort into building up that business. And we want to make sure that for all parties, um, that this is a success in two years, five years, 10 years down the road um, by setting up those matches that that makes sense on several different levels. So thanks so much for for having us today. Well, from um, just to wrap up a little bit, um, from our end, we can assist with the immigration pathway and, and process for those wishing to invest in Canada and to make Canada their home. And, and with that, I want to thank you, Alison, for joining today's session. And I look forward to our next episode when we will discuss the entrepreneurship process for Ontario. Perfect. Thanks so much, Osmina. Immigration Conversation podcast is presented by Fragament, the leading firm dedicated exclusively to immigration services worldwide. To stay updated on the most current trends and services worldwide, visit our website at www.fragament.com for the latest podcast episode. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is current as of the date of publication. This podcast does not constitute legal advice or give rise to an attorney-client relationship between any viewer and our firm. If you have any questions, please contact the global immigration professional with whom you work at Fragamin.